0: no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply
1: lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Hey, Five fans. It's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with Liam Smith. Liam, it's good to see you. It's been a while since I've seen you last. How are you holding up?
0: Yeah, not too bad, obviously. It's a crazy situation we're all in, but, you know, I'm coping. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Family's good, and that's all we can ask now.
1: You guys are in all such great spirits. I love hanging around you guys. You genuinely are best friends, it's safe to say.
0: Yeah, you know, we've said for a long time, we're we're four brothers very, very close. You know, it's very rare you get brothers. I see my brothers every day, and I don't live with any of them. You know, we we live in four separate houses, and we see each other every day, and we're very close. And it's not for a camera. It's not for people to, you know, say, oh, aren't they close? Isn't that nice? We're, We're very close. We're... We are like best mates. We do lots of things together outside the gym, which is very rare.
1: Paul was telling me some stories about when y'all were kids. Yeah. And uh, you guys damn near killed each other.
0: <laughs> I t- I, 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 set, that's what yeah. probably made us very close, yeah. You know, obviously, I think probably along the years, each one has given the other one a good hiding, So <laughs> it's probably give each one respect. I've got probably respect for Paul, Stephen's got respect for me, Callum's got respect for all of us. So it's probably, uh, it's probably helped us in the long run.
1: What's one prank that you remember the most as a child between you guys?
0: As a, as a child, I can't really remember. I remember all the spas. We used to, do. We used to race home from school, boxing the house. And then my mum, we had a key in the door and had the boxing gloves. My mum would flip because we would always break a lamp, break a an ornament. Um, and she'd say, if you be in boxing, and she'd know because we would in just our boxies underwear, but red raw, sweating. And she'd just know. We'd say, no mum, and the gloves would be hit behind the door, but... We still play planks on each other now. Obviously, yeah, we still, you know, lot. You name, it, we 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 do it. Yeah.
1: How are the kids now together? Like all the nieces and nephews, are they a bit roughhousing themselves?
0: steven has got two little boys. We call them. It's a bit of a bad bad say. We call them Ronnie and Reggie, the great twins, uh, because they just batter each other. You know, they're just constantly fighting with each other. But as as kids, the 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 great, obviously, like Frankie and Leo. You know, proper loving with. Man and Callum's little girls and then obviously Paul's are all a little bit older you know Paul's got Gracie who's younger but he's got little Paul Sophie and Chloe who are a little bit older so they're they're great with the the younger kids they're great with Frankie and Leo especially but they're all again as cousins they're going to be probably like me Stephen, Paul and Callum because they're close you know they do a lot of things together we, we all go to, to the play centre the parks and obviously little Paul now is growing up into a young man I nearly a teenager and he had his fair shave last week and he FaceTimed Paul. He's FaceTimed Paul the other day and said, it's going back already. You know, We're laughing at that, but he's a character. He's, he's boxing now also. So, you know, he's going to be, he's, before you know it, he's going to end up close and doing things with us. You know what I mean?
1: Let's talk about what this moment means for you guys as a family. Um, As you know, you fought Canelo, what was that, back in 2017? 16? Okay. You fought him yourself. This is a big moment for um, your family once again. You having shared the ring with Canelo, what type of advice did you offer Callum?
0: Obviously, since the fight got made with Callum, I've offered lots of advice what I feel he does well, what I feel he doesn't do well, what I think he'll do with Callum, you know, um, and what shot he, he throws most common you know I, I think I've got obviously I haven't studied him as an opponent and then being in the ring with him and then watching him since I boxed him I know kind of a couple of combinations he throws a lot I know you know he's got great head movement but kind of it's easy saying this obviously but I know a rhythm that he does a lot when he moves his head he's got the same movement back down and steps you know it's very easy up from the outside but i said being in with him I know I know what he does well and I've, I've passed all this information on to Callum and uh, I feel Callum can have a lot of success and he's a, you know, obviously a very good fighter, but I think he's a superstar at 160. I don't think, you know, at world level, world level. I think it, it, it evens itself out at 168.
1: On paper, Callum has all the advantages. He has the height, he has the reach. Um... Tell me a bit about, you know, what your thoughts are on the size factor. I mean, do you think that's going to play the difference in this fight? Yeah, just
0: uh, first and foremost. Because
1: you, you saw them face off yesterday. It was massive size difference. First
0: and foremost, like, you know, a taller guy doesn't always win. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not deluded and be gullible and say, you know, because he's taller, he wins. But in the same sense, taller fighters use their advantage. It's very hard. And... We've seen it. it is a big height advantage, you know, and um, Callum has to use that well, but obviously has to use that in a point that he's not just going to kind of try and box on the outside like a scared fighter. Callum's very, very good inside and, you know, come close at, at, at your pedal. You know what I mean? Callum can punch, and I think that's why I feel it's going to be a top fight no matter what, you know, as in they both, you know, no awkwardness about either fighter, you know, both of them come orthodox fighters like to fight. very rare you get Callum Holden, you very rare you get Canelo Holden. Um, they don't hold and try and, you know, um, like like smothered the other ones way. They both like, Callum's best shot, left hook to head, left hook to body. Canelo's the best shot, probably the same shot, left hook head or left hook body. Uh, and I think they are both try and land that shot. And again, I think Canelo's got a big, big mistake he makes, as in, I think i had to show you 10 videos now pictures where when he left Duke's the head he brings his chin up in the air and I feel if Callum's confident enough to gamble with him which I think he is I think that could be a big factor
1: Canelo did an interview and he said that he's aware that Callum will be coming with a sense of re- revenge for you Have you guys talked a bit about that no
0: oh, never never like you know Callum beats Canelo uh, your uh, you know you're like your headline's going to be Callum avenges Liam's lost? no it's Callum Schmidt announces himself as one of the the best fighters in the world now. and I'm sure Callum wins whatever he does. Jumps on the ropes, celebrates. He's not going to think revenge for Liam. You know, it's sitting, having a beer after it, or sitting on the plane on the way home. It'll be like, it's right, Callum, we got revenge. Laughing and joking, which we did with Paul and Groves and Callum got revenge on Groves with Paul. But, you know, it's not like we're not... It's a little sweet thing to talk about because we got one over their family, but... Again, it's the last thing on our mind at the moment. Our, our thing is, him win, defend your belts, and prove you're one of the best pan Fights in the world. You know, you beat Canelo Alvarez. He's the best, if not one of the best pan Fights in the world, and he's a superstar. You only have to be around him, the order of him, the entourage coming with him, you know, and, and the, um, you know, the obligations you've got to do around him to know he's a superstar, he's a diva type, you know, and he's um, You win this fight, you get all in privilege. In privileges in the rematch, and what going forward you the a side and whoever you fight next, and that's Canelo included. You know you be Canelo this this weekend. You go and do what you want next. Whether you have the rematch, whether you fight any of the other champions, but you become the a side whoever you fight next, and that's Canelo included. You know if Callum beats Canelo this week, the next the rematch is not Canelo Smith. It's Smith Canelo, and um,
1: so there is a definite automatic rematch clause in this I'm
0: pretty sure there's a there's a you know there's a rematch clause in it obviously from probably Canelo's side um I'm sure Canelo wins he's not going to offer Callum a rematch he's going to take the belt and run but um, obviously the fight has to be while for the rematches in if, if Canelo put the rematch clause in the contract so um you know if if Callum was to go and hammer him five six round then stop him it could be like Wilder and a Fiori, you know, is it worth the rematch, you know, would you take the rematch up? And, um, but obviously that's one result you probably can't see in the two top fighters and I feel it's going to be a tough fight, whatever the result.
1: Callum's a relatively private person. He's, he's very quiet, at least with people that he doesn't know. Um, a win against Canelo it's would crazy, basically.
0: It's crazy how like, it's just how laid back he is. He's not, like, he's not. It could come across quiet. And sh- it is quiet, but it could come across shy and whatever. But it's not. it's just so laid back. He, you know, he world champion again. It's just the. He beats Canelo. He becomes a superstar overnight. You know, and he again. I'm talking about the privileges you had beforehand, but he still be the same Sunday morning. You know, if you interview him in here Sunday before we leave, what his flight? He'll get home, and his life will not. His routine and stuff won't change. He be on to his little girl, his missus. He won't be, you, you, would, you, wouldn't think not, you wouldn't think that kid's, you know, just become a superstar overnight and, you know, uh, money aside, he, he, he'll stay the same.
1: Well, I was asking a bit on the, referring to what happened with Andy Ruiz when he beat a superstar like Anthony Joshua, you know, life changes, things change. And, and do you think that Callum is mentally prepared for what can come if he should beat a superstar like Canelo?
0: Yeah, definitely, because he's from a very, very good family. Now, I'm not calling Andy Ruiz, I don't know his family, I don't know his background, but I'm going to touch on something beforehand. And Now, what do you think Andy Ruiz's biggest as pay- Ruiz's biggest payday was before Joshua, maybe? It was in
1: the 100,000s, from my understanding.
0: Now, that's what I'm touching on a game with Callum, and, it, and you don't really want to come across as in no, our money, but... Callum could retire tomorrow before the Canelo fight and he's fine, you know, and his daughters are fine and whatever else, so he hasn't took this fight to earn his big payday and then then he's okay. He he didn't need to take this fight for money. In my opinion, he probably should be getting more money as in what Jacobs and Kovalev got, so he hasn't took this for money, he's took this to be great and become a superstar and he fully believes he wins. Now, there's surely... Other fights that he still gets very, very good money for. That he's probably favourite going in, and he could have took them fights, but he took this fight to be to to to, to prove, you know, establish himself to the world.
1: The fight got announced pretty late. Normally, there's a little bit of build up there. Do you think that it? Because let's go back to the earlier in the year when we weren't quite sure who Canelo was going to face. We know that they brought in the name of Billy Joe as well, and then there was a few other names being thrown around. Um, and it seems like even with Billy Joe, they weren't able to quite get an announcement, and then now with Callum, it seems to be the same sort of situation happening. Do you think that was a bit more of a game tactic on Canelo's part?
0: When, when, I, when I think back now, no. I, last week, asked me the question, and i tell you, yeah, I think they only give Callum four weeks notice. just thinking, he's a huge super middleweight, he's going to struggle with weight. But then I think they don't know, Callum was in the gym all along he's been in the gym right through to be honest with you and four, three, three weeks before this, the fight got announced Callum and Eddie were discussing Callum's going to fight December the 19th Eddie emailed four or five opponents over for Callum to look at and pick from so Callum was heading towards December 19th anyway so if they're thinking he's only at four weeks notice, they're wrong on the field so, but Callum was always in the running for the Canelo fight it was always, you know, muted and then Billy Joe signed for the fight just before the pandemic in May. Billy Joe was, you know, in Vegas and it was about to be announced the next day. And then, it, again, it was back on the table for Callum and Callum or Billy Joe and then it was Callum or Kayla Plant. So he's always had in his mind, I, I, you know, I might get it, I might not get it. And um, he's always been in the gym, so if they think he's only had four weeks' notice and expect him to be maybe not fit, then all the best to them. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, let's talk a bit about you. Uh, Sorry, so what I mean by that,
0: now, now, when I think of it, no, I maybe think he was getting his own, his own situation sorted first. You know, he was in court with his own Golden Boy and whatever else, so I, I think he's not going to announce a fight with somebody else. He can't really announce a fight with Callum back on the zone when he's in court with the zone and Golden Boy, if you understand what I mean. So I, I, he probably just got his own situation sorted, then he announced Callum or Kayla Plant, and it was Callum.
1: Well, let's talk a bit about you. What's going on with you? We haven't seen you in the ring for quite some time now. I think the last time you were out was at um, your first time out at middleweight against Roberto Garcia. What's what's the status with you?
0: Yeah, I, I box Garcia It was kind of a bit of a late notice thing. It's the same with the Mexico fight. I just got put on it. And, uh, you know, I'm gonna still do 154. And hopefully I can fight February, March at the very latest. Um, I was wanting to fight January, but. I know that's not going to happen now so I've pulled my foot off the gas a little bit and I, hopefully I can get one February if not March the latest but you know Eddie's here this week Jesse Vargas is here this week that's the fight I want next and it's been spoken about for a while now and you know hopefully Jesse's here the weekend we can both grab Eddie and say come on make it
1: put some cameras in your guys's face <laughs> hype it up we've done that, you know
0: we've done it in New York and Um, you know, I spoke to Jesse in New York, I spoke to him on messages and he's happy and he's keen for this fight and so am I and you know, we're both not getting world title fights next so I think it's a very good fight if you announce tomorrow Smithy Vargas I think people will be happy with that fight whether it's in the USA or, you know, UK but, you know, Eddie, Eddie kind of mentioned the Vargas fight for me and I thought, oh, yeah, okay, I'm happy for that and and then I thought, you know what, that's a big fight, he's 2-8 world champion but, it's never really been put to us both, so maybe we can just... Obviously, I know he's a busy man. He's got hundreds of fighters, but I think we push him this week. and
1: Let's get it ironed out this week.
0: Yeah, definitely. We have to. But obviously, a new year, it's hard. I've been out the ring a year, but so have 80% of the fighters. You know, Callum and Canelo both being out a the year. The two of the best fighters in the world, so I can't really complain too much when 85% of fighters have done the same. So that's a benefit for me because at 32, I can't really have 12 months sitting on the couch if, or out injured if other people are fighting and improving. So that's the only benefit I've really had, as in, you know, being out during the year.
1: Well, let's see what can happen this week. Um, I wish you and your family all the best this weekend. And um, most importantly, everyone comes out safe. Any um, any final words?
0: No, just obviously, I think I think Sati is, is, you're in for a very good fight, like I said before. None of them, they're both here to perform, they're both probably ready for an absolute war to go through you know, Helen and back. And I think personally, I think both styles gel very well. I think it starts cagey, but then it catches fire. Once both of them have felt each other's power, I think it catches fire, and I think you're in for a very, very good fight Saturday night.
1: Do you see it going the distance?
0: Um, no. I, obviously, what I've envisioned, what I think Callum can, can catch Canelo with, I think Canelo, Callum catches Canelo with the shots clean enough. I think he's got the power to knock anyone out in the world. Given that you know, given they haven't been knocked out before, um, and I probably think Callum needs a knockout to get a decision. Yeah, and only I don't mean that as in odd oh, they're going to rob us. I just mean, you know, we he, we've he, seen some bad scorecards with him over the years, as in, you know, the mayor, the fight stuff like that. But I think we're out in Texas. Canelo seems to be like the champion. You know, you have to beat him and beat him well to get a decision, and I just think Callum probably won't get a decision. So. I'll, um, I'll probably say yes, knocking all out, yeah. yeah. I
1: agree, I mean, look, it is what it is, isn't it? I mean, we saw it happen many times over, you, you sort of have to win, not just win, but you've got to win convincingly in order to... As long
0: as he comes and performs, and, and you know, if, he, if he, he and we feel he's won the fight, there's not much anybody can do. If they take it out of your hands, then, you know, I'm sure the public will have enough moaning about it, and, and as long as he performs the best of his ability, I'll take it,
1: yeah. All right, well, let's see what happens on Saturday night. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it as always, and we'll speak with you post fight. All right, bye-bye, fans. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.